we love cake so much we decided to make it a full-time business for me sammy and me bronya join us on our journey of discovery as we meet fellow cake professionals artisan cake makers and home bakers who will give tips and advice on the business of cake making podcast glitter included follow us on instagram and listen to us on spotify itunes podbean or wherever you listen to your podcast sign up to our newsletter and visit the blog at daisycakecompany.co.uk hello and uh welcome to the business of cake making um miriam from sweet creations is our guest today flying high from having won bronze and silver at the british sugar craft guild one entry including handmade painted wax flowers a second entry hat box piece with flowers and collier sleeves i hope i've said that right and with um amazing um sugar craft flowers and uh, the sugar craft club sugar flower club welcome today miriam from sweet creations hello 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 there hello. thank you for having me you're very welcome um we always start um by asking for a little of your backstory and how you got into the world of cake so i'll, yep. I'll let you go for it okay so i have been working in the cake i've been making cake since i was nine so my mother would have been wow. the first person that i saw making uh, a wedding cake she she would have worked in a bakery years ago and it was kind of um always around the house there was always bakers my aunts were all great crafts people um and great crafts so always there was crafts and you know people working with their hands my grandfather was a carpenter so there was always craft and um, I always wanted to, I always baked at home and then I went on to college. Then I, I trained as a baker in college back in 2003. So a long time ago now, but <laughs> um, um. and all during college and all during school and everything, I would have always did competition work. So it's, you know, always been a great way of improving myself. And yeah, I, I kind of, I just always baked and then from baking I specialized in sugar craft that was you know my my kind of favorite area of it um and I set up my business then in 2003 um sweet creations so I initially I started making wedding cakes birth cakes celebration cakes um up until about I think probably six years ago uh and then I started to specialize more in sugar flowers cake decorations cake toppers um, and eventually then I stopped making wedding cakes because the cake topper side of the business was starting to take over and I was starting to test selling it online and trying it and seeing that there was a market there for it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I eventually gave up making cakes to completely concentrate on the cake topper and cake decoration uh, side of the business. And that's where I am now. So, yeah. And now I specialize completely almost in sugar flowers. They're my my speciality kind of. Wow. Place. Yeah. So, so you you no longer make cakes at all? No. Nope. It's just I've all decorations. Three times. <laughs> do, you, do you miss making cakes, actually? No. Is that, you don't? Okay. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> no. It, it's funny because I, I, as I say, I started the business making cakes and it was a very, very tough decision. Do I give them up because they were my bread and butter? And, you know, do I give them up or what do I do? But I could see a market for the uh, cake decorations. Um, there's, there's nobody really in Ireland that makes too many. I, there is a few of us, but there's not too many that make them. And there's nobody that makes the sugar flowers, you know, so it's kind of, it is a very specialized market, but I could see it try, starting to take off. And, um, it was just so tiring as well, doing the cakes every week, you know, you had obviously your orders, but then every weekend you were delivering cakes or setting yeah. them up, or I was doing markets or I was doing wedding fairs. So it was just constant it was seven yeah. days a week just constant going um loved it and I had great customers for the majority I had amazing customers and it was a tough decision do I give it up or do I not and I just kind of thought do you know what this is something I want to yeah. pursue and I guess my what really there was different factors good and bad that drove me to the final decision but I won't get into them here but um my final decision I sort of said well if I drop said tomorrow morning the door will be pulled so I need to do what I enjoy and that's yeah. that was my deciding factor then I said right let's just go for this and I've never looked back it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's quite a leap, isn't it? Sort of like, so you say you started your business in 2003. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you were, you were making cakes for a long time. So a long, it must... long time. Yeah, for probably, so I guess 15 years. Yeah. And then the last, so I'm almost 20 years. So probably the last five, six years, I've been only doing the cake decorations. I can um, see that as, I can because I mean, I recently made the decision this year to stop making cakes and it's, yeah. it's, it's not that I don't enjoy making them. It's like yeah. I was saying to Sammy last week, it's like, it's about just having a new job in the same career and yeah. change. Cause you know, we all change jobs in our careers. It but is. When you work for yourself, it's all like, no, that's what you do. And that's, yeah. that's your job. Yeah. But so you just sort of like swapped over a little bit. Which I lovely. swapped over and I kind of, you know, obviously fulfilled, did a, did a huge amount. I, I would have done hundreds and hundreds of cakes over the years. Um, it, it did, it became, it became work where it was never work at the very start and it became right. work and it became just exhausting. And even now you can, you see people there in groups all the time and the challenges they're facing with let yeah. alone prices, but the challenges they're facing with customers, everything, it's just exhausting, you know, and it's just, you're in business. It's a business. It's not a hobby. So you've got yes. to, you know, make money from it as well. And there was lots of different reasons. Like I say, I won't go into them all here, but there was lots and lots of different reasons why I started to really not enjoy it. Okay. Um, but I loved doing the decoration side because yeah. that was so much more specialised as well, you know. You've got a real um, passion for it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and when absolutely. you have a talent and a passion, it's, yeah, you can't give that yeah. up, can you? Yeah, but you can't, but it also... Um, I wouldn't have, I, I mean, I tried modeling, you know, so figurines and things like that. And I I was trying them and I used to enjoy doing them. But then I said, I actually don't enjoy doing models at all. Yeah. I really don't. Because if you take a bride and groom figurine for a cake, it's about six months to and fro. And what color is your hair going to be? I don't yeah. know. My kid died. <laughs> you ain't a I'm not sure. What style are you have in your hair? And it's to and fro and to and fro. It was just really hard work. Uh-huh. You know, for very little money, really, yeah. for what you have. Whereas when it's on the flower end of them, you're changing colours or you're changing the type of flowers. But, you know, it's yes. the same in that it's bespoke, but yeah. it is a little bit easier. And I did, just don't enjoy modelling. I really don't. I'm you with know. you on that. Yeah, <laughs> and I get, you know, yeah. <laughs> they really Mine don't just look looked, I remember making a Tinkerbell once. She looked, she looked like a monster, quite frankly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was awful no I'm with you (laughs) so you've got to find it takes a long time but you find the path that you love eventually and for me it's sugar flowers that's amazing yeah 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 definitely um sorry (laughs) uh oh can you tell us about the sugar flower club please it sounds uh, like a fabulous idea yeah, for sure. I So during all the, the very start of the lockdown, actually, it was um, March 2020. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 2020. Yeah. Um, lockdowns were starting and, you know, things were starting to kind of close down, if you like. And I just see I, t- I get ideas and I just go with them. I don't necessarily think them through. And I started <laughs> to do live demos. I'm a bit of a spur at the moment, but I started doing live demos just here in my room um making flowers so we made a rose I think was the very first one that I did and then it became a weekly thing and I started to gather an audience and I started to kind of people really appreciated um there was no charge you know or anything on it and people really started to appreciate all the information they were getting and the details and I started to share kind of where they could buy products. So small businesses were getting a little bit of work and I was getting work as well. Then people started to ask me for um, classes online because obviously there was no live classes. So I had a few classes online and same again, there was people from all over the world that you would never get to meet otherwise. And I started to take classes uh, online as well with same as that sugar flowers that I would never have had a chance to uh, meet and then this year, I in January, I started my flower club. So basically, it is um, a private group on Facebook. I make a new flower every single month. So this month coming up, it'll be next week, is going to be clematis. So it's a new mm. flower every month. I do a live demo on, it's usually the second Tuesday of the month. So I do a live demo. For, it takes a couple of hours if I don't quit her on, which I tend to do. <laughs> um, 
And before the in in the group, before the class takes place, I'll post up links of where they can buy the cutters and the veiners and, you know, all the different kind of products and that. And then the um, classes in the group so they can watch it as often as they want or on catch up or, you know, whatever they want to do. And how the Flower Club works is it's 25 euros for the year, for the whole wow. year. It's not about making Gosh. money because, yeah, it's... Yeah. it's Oh my god, for that's the fantastic! No, for the whole year. For me, it's not about making money. It's, um, it's about getting just a group of people together, and we all kind of learn together. Um, and it's twenty five euros for the year. Once you sign up, then I add you into the private group, and all the classes we've done so far are in the group, so you can catch up on those. And now we'll have so there'll be four or five new ones now for the rest of the year, um. So yeah, that's that's what it is. It's there's 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 a good few. Actually, one of the guys last weekend in where is in my group, and um, he won a gold in the masterclass. Not my doing at all, but he was just one of the nights we did a um, a night on basically entering competitions and what it takes to compete and kind of talk through all the different areas of competition uh, and that the people wouldn't have realized. Um, so, you know, how you go about entering kind of different pointers, different steps, different things the judges look out for. Um, I've been competing for 41 years. <laughs> You're wow. a bit of a competition addict, I, don't you? <laughs> I am an addict. I'm a competition addict. I don't do it for medals. I don't work for money and I don't compete for medals. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am. So it was kind of talking people through where they wouldn't have realised how competitions work and how results are, you know, yeah. kind of uh-huh. attained and all that. Um, so that's what the Flower Club is. It's lots of Mostly it's all flower making, foliage, putting arrangements together. Then we did a talk about the competitions one of the nights and, you know, different summer beginners and summer advanced flower makers. Right. And there's people from all over the world. So okay. that's that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's really it's, good. It's really good. It's, good. it's amazing, isn't it? That I mean, COVID was horrendous and being locked down was horrendous. But the amount of ingenuity and different yeah. experiences we all got because of that. And yeah. like you say... Think the people that you would never get the chance to be taught by suddenly you yeah. can be online it's just incredible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think it's changed actually, the world as well it's, it's we're all thinking and i think it, it, it so many businesses came out of it um yeah. you know the, the kind of online classes i would never have done you know and yeah. suddenly the ones that i did every week during lockdown i did them for a good while and, the, and some of them are up on youtube and that and the ones i did all through uh lockdown They created business for me because I was able to sell some of the products that I had. It gave me a wider audience. It gave me more, you know, social media and all that. So it's it's places you never thought work would come from. Suddenly it was kind of coming out of it, you know. Yeah. 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 Something good had to come out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Funny, my business got busier during lockdown. Yeah. Instead of quieter because I had, um, I actually opened a shop two weeks before lockdown oh my gosh and then well, I had I four lucky. yeah very lucky and then I had four lockdowns and then last Christmas I had to close last Christmas because um the town started to flood where my shop was so I got oh, a call no. Christmas day to come in and flood berries so we had to clear it out anyway we lost no stock um and I just decided okay let's just go back online because uh-huh. Trying to get supplies here in Ireland is really, really difficult, really difficult at the moment. And then, you know, different things happened. So my landlady passed away. My dad got really sick. And it was like, okay, someone's trying to tell me something. Yeah, someone's trying to tell me something there, aren't they? So now I've just completely gone back online now. And because I was really well established online, it was just set straight back to that. Do you know what I mean? And just kind of reset. But yeah, sometimes it's like someone's telling you something yeah. <laughs> you need to change things you know so yeah and sure. I know we hadn't sort of like planned on talking about this but how did you find suddenly going online and all the tech that was involved and the setup and how you know because um, you know we've all just got phones and we kind of go yeah now what <laughs> you know, so. and, that's, and that's exactly what I'm doing mine is very basic anyone that watches my demos I'll always say I've nothing fancy I don't even have headphones nothing absolutely not fancy I've got a stand which shoots the camera down onto my workboard and I watch it on the computer and I have a little iPad in case the computer crashes so it's all very 
third world kind of going on here. I've I've watched your <laughs> tutorials and I I really like them. They're, yeah, they would never they're, guess I wasn't professional, would you? No, they're you know, just people really think about us in the podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's two middle aged women with headphones. That's it. <laughs> and I'm trying to I'm trying to learn more about how to do them, you know, because I'm sure there is a better setup, but it's just getting time, isn't it? You know. Yeah. And, kind of, and if it's working for you and you yeah. understand. It and you've got it's it working, yeah. yeah. Go with it, definitely. Yeah. So, definitely. yeah, but it's it's all been a, a quick learning curve. We've had to change and adapt, haven't we? So, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. It's not That's such it. a bad thing, not, no. not at all. <laughs> um, you're I can see one of your um entries in the background there yep. that you just entered. Um, yep. so, so, um, you created two beautiful entries for the British Sugar Craft Guild. Yeah. Um, for the Sugar Craft and Cake Show in where? Near London? Because I had to look yeah. it up because I, I didn't BST. know where it was. Yeah, it's uh, Region 7. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and you've received a bronze and a silver. You must be yeah. very proud. Yes. Are you a very active member of the British Sugar Craft Guild? Yeah, I am. I'm one of the international members. Um, uh-huh. So the BSG, how they work is that they've got different regions um in the UK and Northern Ireland and you can join obviously the nearest one to you if you like so your your closest region um or you can become an indiv- you can become um so for example if I was a member of a region I would be a member of region one or region two or whatever yeah. it is or you can become an international member um so you would be an individual member but okay. international, so I, technically I wouldn't go to meetings or demos or, you know, uh-huh. that usually the guilds would meet once a month or every yeah. couple of months, depending. Um, and they might have demonstrators and they might have, you know, different classes or hands-on or whatever. So as an individual, as an international member, I wouldn't go to their uh, demo nights. So, but I can, for example, I if hopefully I get to, Cake International, I'll be doing a demonstration on the BSG stand. So, oh, will amazing. you? Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. So we can yeah. go and meet you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring pom-poms. Um, <laughs> so I'll, I can do a demo on their stand. Um, we would, there was actually four of us that travelled over to the show and where from. So I'm a member of the Cork Craft Guild. We only have two guilds here in Ireland, Dublin and Cork. And I'm a member of Cork and Dublin as well. Uh, and then you can also sign up, obviously, to be be a BSG member. Um, and four of us travelled over to the show last weekend, three from Cork and myself from Wicklow. And we wanted to represent, you know, the our, our own kind of craft and, yeah. and the Irish kind of team wear, as we called ourselves. And just to support the show, because all these shows are they're quite small, you know, yeah. some of the shows. And they really rely on people to compete because your entry obviously costs you money to enter a piece um to support the trade stands to support you know all of these guilds it's it's just so important and i did even during all the lockdown i did a lot of the online competitions right literally just to support the trade because it keeps it alive and it just keeps keeps them all going you know without it they they go you know they don't survive um same as any show big or small as as any so yes so the the actively they would have demonstrations online quite regular in the the lounge which is like a private members group mm-hmm. if you like online once you're a member um, and there'd be often demonstrations going on if there's shows going on so next year I will travel to Edinburgh um, to the show over there and there there's different just lots of different kind of yeah. classes and and stuff there's hands-on workshops and weekends that you can travel to as well you know so there is quite a bit you can do um with so it. with your pieces i mean we all know as as cake makers the most terrifying part of any cake is delivery and setup it's yeah. while it's in in your own home on your living room yeah. table <laughs> it's all easy isn't it and then you've got to like yeah. pack it all up and take it you're talking about going international with this like going on planes and yeah. trains and things <laughs> how how does that work i can't even get my head around that with you know okay. i would be terrified <laughs> so it is it's it's the most scariest part of competing abroad is the x-ray machine at the airport that's hands down the most scary part oh, right especially with wires so, and things i imagine gosh <laughs> so um what, what i do is i make all my piece right and i make extra 
flowers, leaves, whatever it is. And I'll set it all up at home and I'll get a photograph. And then I have to flat pack everything. So I'll take it all apart, uh, bubble wrap each flower. I put it into a hand luggage uh, suitcase. And I, I actually have never really had a problem last year it got tipped over on its side but no damage really um and normally what i do is i'll go the day before a show so when i get there then i can take it all out unwrap it check for breakages and put it all together and rearrange it and then you've just got to to walk over and put it on but for sure the x-ray so i have a few kind of tricks that i use at the x-ray so i'll always tell them it's very fragile i'll tell them what's in it um I'll normally have a photograph with me that I can show them physically. So coming home this time, one of my pieces was the hat and yeah. uh, it got stopped, of course, to be swabbed and to be checked. Oh and he said, it's a really weird shape. He said, it's it's like a brain. That's what he said. <laughs> and I said, no, it's um, it's a hat. And I said, I can show you a picture one. I said, he said, I have to open it. I said, fine, no problem. Um, and he was very kind. He was very, very good, you know, about it. But they're, they're generally quite good. Or if I was yeah. bringing a piece assembled, I'll have a window in the box that I can see in and right. they can see in. And generally, they're pretty good. You, you say know, it's so. very experienced to know to put a window in the box and yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> put a window in the box or take a photograph and, stay yeah. and, and uh, sell a tape to it. And really, they are pretty good. If I was going with a big piece, you just go into the oversized Okay, uh, chicken. Some people that I know that travel with cakes, they'll book a seat for the cake. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, have a seat for the cake. Yeah, just, seat for the yeah. cake. So you've got to allow things like extra time at the for the extra, you know, to get yeah. it all through. Um, or they might book an extra seat. Or as I say, I put it in hand luggage. So I've got the suitcase uh-huh. bubble wrapped. It. I mean, the the suitcase is two thirds bubble wrap because <laughs> you just put lots around it. Yeah. And yeah, really, it's. They're, they're kind of strong unless you poke them, I suppose. It's I was going like, to say, have you had many breakages? Is, is it? Not really, no. I have a few good. bits of petals and that off this one going over this time, but nothing, that could be me unwrapping it as much as anything. Right, um, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, I'll always have extra little bits and pieces. I'll have a repair kit with me, um, right. you know, tool kit and, and things like that so I can still have yeah. enough to kind of fill it you know so, i'm sure yeah, these yeah. these people see all sorts of strange things i mean i remember years ago i used to work for a, a ballet shoe company and right. we went to milan to do some point shoe fitting and i literally had one suitcase filled with point shoes and yeah. they pulled me over and like opened that they must see all sorts oh, of weird stuff. weird stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i once um traveled to portugal um for a holiday and i took some modeling stuff with me to make <laughs> Um, a model of a bride and a groom while I was over there. And on the way out, they let me go with it. He, he looked at it and I told him what it was. But on the way back, they let me bring the models back, but they wouldn't let me bring the leftover paste yeah. that I had to throw it away. Yeah. Oh. yeah, because it x-rays as a black mass. Yeah. They don't yeah. know what it is. I did come home when I originally started Sugarcraft. Um, there was nothing in Ireland at the time, no suppliers. And I remember going over to an aunt of my mum's in UK and she brought me to Squire's kitchen oh, yeah. at the time. So, of course, this was Aladdin's cave. And yeah. at the time I bought um, flour paste powder. So I was uh, coming home right. then with this bag of white powder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you you kind of it it is nerve-wracking traveling with it but it's a case of look let's just hope it gets there and yeah. kind of, you know yeah. don't, don't sweat too that. much yeah how long would it take you to put a piece back together so you, you've made it you've wired it you've taken a photo of it you take it all to pieces and then you get all the way over to where you're going then you put it all the way back together again um so usually i'd allow about an hour and a half i guess yeah. thereabouts for it because you kind of have an idea in your mind where everything is going you know normally when i'm doing a trial run i mean i was at a trial run here last night for a, a piece for cake international and i think i put it together and took it apart three or four times and it's still not right so i mm-hmm. once i have it in and right then i've got the picture in my mind and i know dum, dum, that goes mm-hmm. there 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 and then fill in do you know what i mean so it's yeah. much quicker so probably once I get there, unpack it all, unwrap it all and check for everything. An hour and a half, maybe I'd allow yeah. two hours. Oh, that's not, that's not too yeah. bad, is it? Yeah, no, that's the easy because you're, you're there yeah. at that stage. Yeah. <laughs> that's the easy. 
It's and, calm. And you made wax flowers. Was that yes. difficult? How I've never no, heard of that before. Well, they're they're a sugar flower, but they're called <laughs> wax flowers. So yeah. they're made of sugar. Um, they're they're just like you know, a rose is a type flower. Wax flower is a quite common filler flower that florists use. So uh-huh. it's just a little small little um white flower with with kind of pink detail on it uh-huh. um and it's it's a very unusual one it's one that i made through it, an online class actually a lady yeah. from russia um and i've done quite a few of her classes but she has the most amazing way um of teaching just she's very clear can't understand a word that she says so i just put her on mute um but she's her her classes are so good natalia yelenkina is her name uh-huh. um amazing so that was one of the classes that i took for her and there was no veiners no cutters nothing everything was just hand hand done Gosh. in yes yeah, so roses would be my favorite of all flowers to make um and i've been doing a good few classes with natalia uh, there's another girl here natalia natasha Anieva. Um, lots of sugar flower artists, Alan Dunn. Um, yeah, um, I saw that you were friends with um, Robert Haynes yes. as well. Yeah. We've, we've yes. had him, we've interviewed been on him, a previous, yeah. previous yeah. Really, yeah. 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 I sell some of Robert's cutters here. Oh, do right. you? Cushers and veiners, yeah. I'm the Irish uh-huh. stockist for, for his cutters and veiners and I use his flower paste as fabulous. Oh, I love it. Really I love, love it. That's my <laughs> favourite to use. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. only thing is we can't use it at Cake International. Can't you? So, no, you need to be careful. So if you're doing a um, using flower paste in your piece, there's a new rule on it this year that it has to be 60% sugar. And his oh. flower paste is about 16. So it's quite wow. low. Yeah, oh, I'm so more... glad you said that because I yeah. would be using that. Yeah, and it's a very distinctive taste it's the smell it's the smell you can smell can't you yeah yeah so what i'm actually doing this year is i'm blending his paste because it's very strong with the the flower paste or with smart flex right Um, and i'm blending the two so then i'm rising the sugar level by doing that Um, but i'm also getting a really really strong flower paste yeah yeah i like the fact um because i'm quite clumsy and i drop things all the time and i'll make sugar flowers and then i'll knock my piece over or whatever and everything (laughs) just smashes so i like to rub it stuff because it's very strong yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because i use use squires and it's like porcelain it's like just the worst Yeah, squares is I, I like squares in that you can roll it so fine um, yeah. and plant and it dries that's... really quickly as well. It used to, but too I used to really... quickly, you don't yeah. have a chance to kind of work with it. But yeah. um, I'm, I love the Smart Flex one is excellent. Uh, there's a lot. There's so many different brands yeah. now. So many different. Can, can the judges tell if you yeah. if you've mixed it? They'll they'll know that it's got a higher sugar. Uh, they, they should yeah they should know um for sure and um they i know definitely because it's such a distinctive taste and flavor you yeah. would be able to tell all right yeah, yeah. i suppose also if it becomes if if they touch it and it's that flexible they're gonna know from the fear yeah aren't they, but the it's, it's not the pure white as well because it's right. starch base you know it's it's kind of slightly off white okay so i guess with experience you'd know yeah. yeah, and these judges have got experience, let's face it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you ever thought about becoming a judge? I am a judge, yeah. You I'm are? A judge. Yeah, I'm a judge here in Ireland. Um, yeah. So I, I judge for the the chefs, for the panel of chefs um, uh-huh. on their sugar craft. And I've been asked to judge in a couple of different spots, but I, there's restrictions then when you start judging. So oh, yeah. I still want to compete. Because yeah. I, I still need... Because you you're addicted still, to the competition yeah. rather than... Yeah, judging. I like that little fix, you know. I like hardship. <laughs> Actually, judging is just as much hardship. But yeah, I like... Um, obviously, when you judge, then you can't compete yes. in the show or whatever it is. So I still want to compete and I just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm holding off. <laughs> um, I watched a fantastic tutorial by you on YouTube. Uh, made in March 2020, yeah. so it must have been one of the ones you were talking about yes, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can honestly say I've never seen anyone roll sugar place so thin. Um, <laughs> and you even said on the video that you could roll it thinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, how many flowers can you make from a pot of your flower paste? About 20 roses. That, that, I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's so nuts. from a 200 gram pot, I'll get about 20 ro- competition oh. roses. Now, there is a difference. So if I'm doing competition style, it's much, much finer. It's really, really yeah. fine. Uh-huh. If I'm doing commercial, you know, flowers, because I send my flowers all over the world. So if I'm doing commercial flowers, they're obviously a little bit heavier because they've got to travel in the post. So they have to be a bit stronger. Um, but if I was doing competition roses, um, I can get 20 full size roses from the from the pot of paste because yeah. Sammy was telling me about it the other day and she said she said I could read things through that paste and then she's yeah. saying it's still not thin enough <laughs> yeah that's, I, I remember one of the judges saying that years back you know when you think you've got it rolled thin enough roll it again <laughs> really yeah. that will make all the difference because I I did um, um, a course with somebody who was very good uh-huh. but her flowers she liked to do them really thick and heavy. Right. So yeah. would I get more points for doing it thinner? Yes, for yeah. certain. Yeah. See, that's yeah. really interesting. Um, so there's definitely like a commercial and a competitive side is. to yeah. what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. So for, uh, I suppose the two ways, for a commercial one, because I post my flowers, they have to be a bit heavier and a bit stronger, a bit thicker. Yeah. Um, just for them to be a bit to, to be able to survive in the post. But if you're doing competition work, it will depend on what class that you're doing. So if you're doing a flower category, yeah, nine times out of ten they look for it to be botanically correct. Uh, mm. So really, really thin flower. If that's yeah. what the flower is, and um, so very fine flowers, all the little elements that are part of it. So you'd have your stamens would be handmade. Your pollen would, you know, the dusting, the coating, and all that. Um, if you're doing, for example, someone asked me this on the the chat that we did in the flower group for the wedding cake does the flowers have to be botanically correct i don't think so because you see lots of stylized flowers on the wedding cake classes so no but the finer work will obviously always win out because it looks better as well you know um and it just looks just looks better it looks finer you know that's probably but it looks finer um so it will always score better points do you do you take longer for your competitive work than you do i mean i I think I know the answer to this, but obviously commercial work, you're earning a living from it. You're, I guess it's more timed. It's a case of do it as quickly, but as well as possible. So your competitive work, does it take much longer for you yes. to do your, it does. Yeah. Um, so for commercial flowers, if I'm doing a custom order, I look for about 10 days lead time. Okay. That's to allow them to be dry and allow them in the post and everything like that. If I'm doing a competition work, so I'm working on pieces for Cake International at the minute. I've been working on them since March, April. Wow. Um, and I just, now I won't work at them constant. Uh, yeah. So um, depending on what, what's going on, I might get a few hours here and there. I might get a full day, you know, and I'll do a bit and I'll walk away from it. I'll never do a piece start to finish. Right. Um, because often you're sitting and you're looking at it and you don't see faults in it either. Yeah, yeah we say that. And it's, it's yeah. like sometimes you need to step away from what you're doing. Away, especially yeah. if it's going wrong. Get up and yeah. walk. Yes. And come back step to away it. away from the Yeah, piece. or like I said, last night I was putting together one of my pieces for Cake International and it's not going in right. So just park it up and I'll go away and come back to it. Yeah. Um, same with the flowers. So, for example, I might make the stamens tonight I might make the pistols tomorrow night I might make the petals then you know and I'll do them all in kind of stages but I'll never do start to finish so I could easily be six months working on a piece easily um I've got a few things kind of in the pipeline for 23 and 24 that I'm starting to churn over ideas for at the minute you know so it's (laughs) but but you're never constant at it now I could do this week I could work the whole weekend on a piece and I might touch it then for next week Right. You know, so yeah. in total, you'd be about 60, 70 hours working on a piece, but it's over a good few right. number of weeks or, or months. I can't work last minute. I can't do, you know, um, I can't do the night before. You, you can't you can't be in the hotel room putting putting your piece together then? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's different because <laughs> the flowers are made. But okay. I, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, we know, I know of cake makers that are still covering yeah. their cakes the night yeah. before four o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. they're still uh, yeah working i shouldn't on mention it. names then should i not no. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i've seen not people at, <laughs> i've seen people at set up in cake and trash i've seen people at set up there taping flowers and dusting them and i'm yeah. like i just can't i can't i like to have it done know where i'm going and know what i'm 
I've, right. I've got a, a question. So yeah. you know when you tape your flowers? Yeah. Um, so I heard a judge saying to um, a competitor, you didn't um, tape your flower correctly. Yeah. So how would you recommend that you taped okay. a flower? A correct tape, wow. Correct yeah. tape, yeah. It's, it, because you can see all the overlaps of tape yeah. coming down the stem. That's what they'll have been talking about. So what I do is I attach the tape onto the at the top under the flower. Yeah. Um and it's some flowers it's quite hard to get the tape tape up in under the calyx, let's say if the calyx was bent back. So what I'll do is I'll attach the tape maybe an inch down from the bottom of the flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So attach it on the wire an inch down. Yeah. And the then you slide it up. And then slide it up. Yeah. And what you want is you want your tape at at least a 45 degree angle to the wire. So some people will hold. So I know you can't see it, but if your wire is straight up yeah. and if your tape is coming in at 90 degree angle, it will just spin around in the one place. Yeah. So if you put your tape at a 45 degree angle, at least maybe more 45 degree angle, as you turn it, it will naturally come down along the wire. Okay. If you can do it at a 30 degree angle or a 20 degree angle to the wire, you'll get even less overlap. So it makes okay. sense. You know, the smaller the angle, the less overlap that you have. Uh-huh. Now, you can t- you could tape the stem a couple of times and that will give you an even nicer finish if it has a, like a rose would have a thickish stem, whereas the wax flowers I make have a very thin stem. So I'd only tape them once, you know, right. but yeah. if it'll allow. And then what you want to do is um, to hide any overlaps at all is to get the back of a scissors or a knitting needle or a metal something, skewer or something like that and polish your stem. So you'll literally wow. <laughs> hold the stem. So I'm right-handed. So I'd hold the stem in my left hand and with my right hand, I would polish it. So I keep rubbing up, down, up, down, keep on going and it'll give it a little bit of a shine. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. Or I keep on rubbing it between my fingers or I'd run a hairdryer on it to warm up the glue and then polish it with my right. metal scissors. Uh, and that'll give you a seamless stem. Um, and it's uh, a lot of the time the judges are looking what people most fall down on is the basics. So, for example, if the taping isn't done right, if your glaze is really heavy, if your dust is very heavy, if you're. Um, for example, rose leaves, you'd have the biggest rose leaf on the top of the stem and then they get smaller coming down. But a lot of people would put the smallest rose leaf and then have bigger coming down the stem. But that's right. not botanically correct. So that's where a lot of people would lose points. Gosh, OK. Um, s- simple things. I always yeah. say to people, if you're competing, keep it simple and do yeah. do the basics right. Um, I, s- I suppose it's, it's those things that if you looked at it when it's wrong... You'd know it's wrong, but you can't yeah. quite grasp why it's wrong, can you? Yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, I would, I would use, um, I don't use it, but I follow certain guys online that do macro photography. You know, the real, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's a couple of guys um, in particular that I follow, and they do macro, so they have these really close ups. So if I'm trying to figure out a flower, and I can look at a macro picture. That will give it to me. Another right. really helpful tip that um, when I when I make a piece, you're looking at it with the naked eye for so long that you miss faults that's on it. So okay. what I'll do is I'll get the camera on my phone and I look at it through the camera. Do you know, I've mirror. noticed that just taking photos of cake sometimes. You, yeah. you're, you're sat there looking at it. completely different. But as soon as you take yeah. a photo of it, it's like, oh, no, that's a little bit wonky there. That's I remember it. my mum years and years ago, she went and delivered a cupcake tower for me. Um, and I remember her coming back. She took a picture of it and she came back and she went, I'm so annoyed that that one cupcake was pushed in and I didn't notice yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. she didn't see it until she'd looked at the photo. Yeah. 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 That's it. And if you look at a true photograph or even hold it in front of a mirror, it looks completely different. Yeah. Um, or a torch. Use a torch on it and you'll see all the faults. Oh, wow. <laughs> the torch is scary. <laughs> well, sometimes the judges will judge with a torch. They'll use a torch. Really? And yeah. Yeah. They'll use a torch and they'll, um, it'll highlight flaws on it big time. So Gosh. little things like that you can check for yourself before yeah. you before you go wow can, can we just go back to your commercial work because I'm, I'm sort of like something popped into my head when we were talking about that so you you send your your flowers in the post 
Are they ready to just attach to a cake or ready to go? Yeah. Okay. And do you send instructions on how that's done? Because, I mean, Um, even as a cake maker, that terrifies me. (laughs) Yeah. People will often ask me that and I'll send them, you know, written instructions or that. Right. there's, I do sort of certain flowers that I do that are, say, a box of roses. So there might okay. be five roses in the box or orchids or whatever it is. And then I also do bouquets and sprays that yeah. literally they're ready to go, sit them straight into the cake and they're done. So it really wow. depends on what people's budget are. It depends yeah. if they want to add in more uh, of their own flowers or if they just want single individual flowers. Right. It really depends what they want. Um, but yeah, generally they're just, they're taped up, they're ready to go. Bar, you know, if they're a single stem, they're a single yeah. stem. If they're not, then they're bouquet and they're ready to, to go straight. But it's, I always say, and anything with, even if you're selling a cake or selling cupcakes, it's a whole education of people because they don't realise, first of all, what you can do with sugar. Yes. And it's like simple thing, telling your customers how to store your cake. So I yeah. tell them how to store the flowers. And it's a it's an education thing um, with people because... They, they appreciate more if they've more of an understanding of what you're uh-huh. doing. It's the same, you know, you see people struggling to cost things out and cost yeah. out cakes and everything. But if you explain, you know, we all can get annoyed with it and everything. But if you explain, this is the cost, this is this, this, you know, yeah. people have much more appreciation and yeah. understanding then, I think, for it as well. And um, I think yeah, it is more of, um because we've spoken about this quite a bit on the on the podcast before, it's it's about adding the value you know and it's about explaining your value to your customer that it's not just that it comes through the post and you dung it on your cake and that's that it's explaining what value they're getting from you isn't it it is and it's also like you know understandably everybody is on a budget and and that but if they realize well your sugar flowers will last for years if you store them properly and they're a keep i've still got mine on my wall from my wedding i got married 28 years ago they're yeah. still on my wall. I and did make them. <laughs> yeah. And they said, yeah, yeah so but they're in a box and my, my uncle made a box and there's, I mean, yeah, they've discolored a tiny, tiny bits. They're lilies, but they're still absolutely beautiful hanging on my wall. Yeah. And it reminds yeah. me, that's the only, apart from, you know, being married still and having photos, <laughs> you know, there's nothing else to remember that day. You know, that's, yeah. that's my wedding day on, in yeah. that, in that box, you know? But, yeah. But it's like you say, it's kind of just educating people yeah. that you don't need to eat you you know technically you can't eat them anyway but you don't need to eat them and they will keep and they just you know so and it's like it's like you sell a cake to somebody and it's like you know it's fine for a day or two days or a week afterwards depending on the cake so it's a whole education thing I think for people fantastic well yeah I think we've covered all our questions. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know we've added quite back a few back my... in. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. That's no problem. <laughs> it's just fascinating. It's because uh, we've we've yes. never had someone that that does it in 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 such a way that it's a commercial aspect, but you've got that keen competitive yeah spirit yeah. going on in the background. It is. Yeah. There. No, I love. And actually, a funny like people often ask me that. Why do you why do you love competition so much? But for me, it's opened huge doors uh, for me. I don't. I genuinely don't do it for the awards. The awards are lovely, but I don't do it for the awards. The reason I do competition work is because I would never get to make pieces. You yes. can see behind me, but I'd never get to make pieces like those otherwise. And it's a whole learning thing. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of, um, it's improving your skill the whole time. Yeah. Um, but also I have, um, I've represented Ireland twice, so from me competing at the shows here i've then gotten picked onto the um irish team of for the olympics the world food yes. olympics not sprinting now i wouldn't sprint but, um, so for really? the world food olympics oh hey? my god that's yeah i, I didn't um, even know that was the thing yeah it is the world food olympics it's on every four years as well at the uh-huh. olympics and it i i got a silver medal there so that was massive i remember you're talking about where were you this time i remember exactly where i was when i got the phone call to um would i be on the team and you're like "Ah, yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) and i also represented on the team of irish bakers at the european cup so for me competing in the shows here opened up those doors for me um and actually from when I left college, we had a competition, which was an, a, a normal run the thing in college. I won that competition, which was a trip to a supplier in the UK. And from there, 
I got a job, which I was in for seven years. Gosh. So, you know, all yeah. it, people kind of think, oh, you know, I don't want to compete because I'm up against, you know, whoever it is. Yeah. That's not the reason. You, it's not. You yeah, do it. it's, you, you compete against yourself, don't you? You're, you do you're, compete yeah. against yourself. And um, it, but also I do it because it's it's creates a, a kind of um, speak about your work and, yeah. you know, you develop along with it as well but and that's what a lot of people don't realize in the competitions so the three of us could be in the one competition and all three of us could get gold medals yes it's not just yeah. a gold silver bronze end of yeah everyone gets it and then you've got an overall first second yeah. third you know but you get the merit that your um pieces but for me i do competition because it just it's pushing yourself all the yeah. time I, I and completely, it just really opens up a lot of doors um yeah I used to, I mean, I, I haven't competed for a long time, but I used to, it is that, that thought of, I get to make something that no one is ever going to ask me to make that I'm going to, it's all in my head and I'm going to be able to put that on the tablecloth and it's, it's my idea. Yeah. And it may never be commercially, commercially viable. Oh, you'd know? never get paid for it. We'd never get yeah. paid for a competition. <laughs> no. You know, <laughs> we probably never want to make them again either. I made a piece of, a few years ago and it was um, a deer skull. It was so like yes. the skull of a deer. And it was like, it was the carved, the carved cake um, one. And, and I thought I really wanted to make it, but no one was ever going to ask me to make the skull yeah. of a deer ever but I it was just one of these things that I was really so I really wanted to do and yeah it just it just gives you that that yeah. like boost that you go yeah I did that That's it does it. yeah and it kind of just lifts you out of your comfort zone yeah, a little yes. small bit as well and it's just like you say you always wanted to make that so you've done it and you've yeah. kind of Tips so be the result yeah, yeah so be the result whatever it is but it's yeah. just yeah I've still it's got the pictures it's fine <laughs> yeah no it's it's well worth it it's well worth it yeah well i i guess it's your your turn to uh let us know your social media hang on let me say that again (laughs) (laughs) here is your chance to promote you and sweet uh, creations where can we find you do you have a website instagram facebook and any other socials i'm sure our listeners would like to find you online yeah, I do. I have lots. So my website is at sweetcreations.ie. Uh, Facebook is at sweetcreations.ie. And Instagram is at sweetcreations.ie. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> Very easy. Actually, Very easy. I, I, fo- I follow you now on, on everything. <laughs> and you were so super easy to find. <laughs> it's really easy. So it's And it's it's a sort of a no-brainer. So my website, everything is it's all the same. So yeah. you'll find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter I give up on because I just don't oh, get I Twitter. Can't do Twitter. I think I'm yeah. not fast yeah. for Twitter. Yeah. Um, Pinterest, any of those, I'm, I'll all be on uh, sweetcreations.ie and that's where, that's my website and my Facebook. And, and can, can we buy your sugar paste? Are you still making it? Yeah, I am working on it at the moment. It wasn't working so well in high humidity. Uh-huh. So I need, I'm working on the recipe. I'm hoping we have our Cork Sugar Craft will be on next um, March. Yeah. So I want to have it ready, just a, a kind of an improved recipe, if you like, because um, it's working in that it's you can roll it really fine and, you know, the taste and everything. But the humidity factor was a big thing, which in Ireland obviously is yeah. is a problem. Um, yeah. So I know I'm just working on the recipe at the minute, but hopefully I'll have it back up in the new year. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And yeah. hopefully we will see you on the British Sugarcraft Guild at Cake International and we can yes, say hello. So my, and- next, my next show should be hopefully uh, all going well. I get there in November for Cake International and then it will be Cork Sugarcraft in March and then June is the Edinburgh BSG. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So far, that's all I can tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and if we want to join your, um, your group, we just yeah. go onto Facebook. You can, you go onto my website and just go into the classes um, tab on my website and it's the Flower Club. It's Miriam Pearson Flower Club. Right. That's what you're looking for. Or you can message me on, on Facebook and I'll send through a link. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, no problem. You. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for coming thank on. You. It's It's been Pleasure. fascinating. I could Good. talk for hours today. Yeah. I so can I. I never should have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much, Miriam. It's it's been lovely chatting chatting to you today. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks so much for having me. And hopefully <laughs> I'll see you in Birmingham. Do you 
struggle to get your weekly cake orders organised? Are you looking for a nice system to get your weekly tasks sorted into an easy to use way that prioritises and sorts things by day? Well, what do you know? I've got just the thing for you. Our Notion Weekly Cake Planner, I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but that's the best I can do, I'm afraid, (laughs) will help you get your week organised. What you do, you put all your orders into the system. It will then sort it by day, putting the Um, the closest orders to the top of the list then it'll put it in a calendar and then every week you can go through and put your bake list and your make list in then that will be organized by day order and then there's really easy little check boxes so you can check off everything you've done at the bottom there's a shopping list so every time you put a new order in you can go through and put all the unusual bits and pieces that you've got to buy into the shopping list so you don't forget them now our notion weekly cake planner is just five pound which is an absolute bargain notion is an app which is free to use on a desktop or phone and the cake planner can be downloaded from daisycakecompany.co.uk click on shop there's also a walkthrough video telling you how to use it um yeah come and check it out she's just so nice to listen to yeah and so and so it's not so giving with her advice and knowledge and you know yeah just, yeah generous that's a good word. Yeah. Perfect word. Generous. Yeah. Yes. I love her voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. It's like velvet. Listen to velvet, isn't it? Yes. What velvet would sound like. Blue. That's... Blue. blue like royal blue. <laughs> Just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed talking to Miriam. I could have I'd talked to her lots. for months. Yeah. And I could have yeah. talked to her for ages. Do you know when you, you're like, I want you to be my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> And you will be polishing your stuff. I will. Yeah. I will. I think I'm going to be paying the £25 to join the, her group. Who are you? Yeah. Definitely. Let know, yeah, let me know how it is. Because that's, I mean, £25 for a year. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's, that's like brilliant. £2 something a month. That's ridiculous. Yeah, having, having watched um, her on YouTube, Yeah. the way she did the tutorial was like how she speaks. <laughs> And it's uh, and she's she she says everything you know you do this you do this you can do this you can do that yeah I I really yeah. I really liked it yeah I, and I think her her flower club like I say it's like two pounds something a month that's yeah, just nuts that's worth ridiculous it. and when she rolls out her sugar paste as well she shows you a trick so you know you always like it sticks to the board and mm-hmm. and you're trying to pick it up she does this little trick with the rolling pin and she goes look here you go and it just comes up onto the rolling pin so you don't have to yeah she's she is she knows her stuff (laughs) and and all that i wish we had um sometimes i wish we video i often i don't often wish we video to be fair but i sometimes wish video because that stuff that she had behind her yeah but she sent us pictures of all those hasn't she yeah pictures of all those pieces yeah so you can use that yeah they're absolutely incredible yeah very lovely Yes. Um, good yeah. podcast. Uh, very good podcast. Pod, pod, <laughs> My voice isn't quite so velvety. <laughs> Especially when I can't speak. <laughs> but yes, hopefully more guests like her, definitely. Yeah. yeah. We, we've done all right with our guests, haven't we? we? Yeah, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> we had a dry spell. <laughs> yeah, they've all come back. It's good. Yeah. It's good. And it's just like yeah just amazing we've had loads yes oh, right are you we're ready totally, oh, yeah always always right are you ready here we go <clears throat> product of the week product of the week product of the week Oh, nice key change, key change. (laughs) You're going to get up next off your chair, aren't you, at the key change? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
okay it's actually your turn to go first okay 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 so i i have an actual product there's no more apps at the minute an actual product my product is my glue gun Oh my god, I love my glue gun. What a good product of the week. I don't know what I would do without my glue gun. Nor do it's I. Just, it just it it sticks everything. It's yeah. amazing. Amazing. Is yours got... the cheapest one that you get from Aldi? Uh no, mine was mine's a Loctite one. Oh I think nice. I, yeah, but I think I got it on special offer. I don't think I paid a lot of money for it. Mm. Um oh it's just amazing yeah so the main thing I use my glue gun for um so if I'm doing a center dowel yeah I I stick two boards I stick a drum to a board uh-huh so I've got like a deep bit yeah. for it to go in so I stick stick them two together I wanted to say crevice but no that's not the right word <laughs> hole <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I stick so I, I will so if I'm doing a 12 inch board I will stick a 10 inch drum underneath so then mm. I've got finger room around the outside of the 12 inch board and so I stick them together then I drill my hole and I put my dowel in and I I glue all around the edges and it just yeah just, it's solid yeah Absolutely. you do have to cover in a bit tinfoil because I'm not sure it's food safe oh I I put white chocolate oh okay yeah, you do have to oh cover my. it with something. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure that the, the glue is... No, I don't think it is, do no. say. <laughs> yeah. So you do have to cover it with something that's then yeah. going to... Like, I so... have a special knife that I like to use to squish it down, the, the hot Ooh. glue. And then I, I get childlike pleasure and picking the glue off <laughs> the, the glue knife. Off. <laughs> have you ever burnt yourself with the hot glue gun? Because it no, really hurts. No, I haven't. Yeah, I have. I remember yeah. you telling me your son stuck got a pencil stuck in the end once. Oh my was... god! Yeah, it's still the same one I'm using. I managed <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> it was an IKEA little... pencil. You get a little, like <laughs> <laughs> a long pencil. <laughs> you get that little bit that you just—if you haven't got another glue stick to stick in yeah, there—the nubbing. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, but that is mine. I—you can get them all sorts of places. So you've obviously got one from. Yeah. You got one from I, Aldi. Um, Aldi. I, um, you I I've seen them in Hobby Craft. Yeah, I've seen them in B and Q. I've seen them in Asda. I've I think I got mine from B and Q. I think that's where yeah. mine. I think it was on special offer, and, yeah. or it might be home base, something like that. Yeah, glue guns. If you haven't got one, just, just yeah, just for the, the the fun of sticking anything to anything. Yeah. Really, <laughs> yeah, they're so good. They you can use them for so much. They're not yeah. great on polystyrene though. No, they do melt it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the heat, I guess. Yeah. Are you ready for my product? Of Go, the on week? Go on. Okay. I haven't researched it. Oh, good. <laughs> because you can get it from anywhere. Oh my god, that's <laughs> that is my kind of product. <laughs> so, yes. My product of the week is a bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can use an expensive brand if you want to, or you yeah. can use a really cheap brand. Oh. Um, it is a handy thing to have yeah, in your look, kit. Yeah, I've got, I've also got um, behind me a bottle of Smirnoff uh-huh. Red. Ah, uh, yep. I've got Stefanoff. <laughs> Stefanoff Red. <laughs> Class. <laughs> nice. Superior. So, um, yeah, I, w- what, I wouldn't what? necessarily use expensive stuff. I, t- I do tend to buy the cheap. I think my Smirnoff Red behind me, um, I don't think it's Smirnoff Red in the bottle. I think uh, it's like several different cheaper brands. I think there's like a little bit of Smirnoff Red and then a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of another, yeah. all shoved in the same bottle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cake but, makers can get through a lot of vodka. Yeah. Everyone always what... goes, yeah, oh, you're on the vodka. No. <laughs> Go and tell us what you in. use vodka for. Um, I use it to clean stuff because yeah. unlike water it doesn't dissolve the sugar paste so much right should we explain why you should use vodka instead of water yes you can if you like (laughs) (laughs) right so if you use an alcohol like it's any clear alcohol um vodka or gin vodka you tend to be able to get a cheaper version whereas gin is a little bit more expensive often but any clear alcohol and it's because alcohol evaporates quicker than water does so oh. when you get to things like, did you not know that? <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> so when you get to things like um, 
fondant, if you put water on fondant, it, the water will sit on the fondant and make it go sticky. Whereas if you use vodka, the um, alcohol will evaporate off of it. And then, yeah. yeah. And the best, you get a little drop if you get water on your fondant. Yes, and you get, yeah, you get like a little divot, don't you? So yeah. the best vodka, I remember we had it at the shop actually, and my mum gave it, she found it in a garage and she went, oh, you can have that. And it was like, <laughs> it was Smirnoff blue. And I think that's like about 80% proof. It was, uh, it was really strong. I don't know what it is, but it's really strong. So the stronger the vodka, the better, because yeah. it's got more alcohol content. So yeah. therefore, it will evaporate quicker. Yeah. So that's why you use vodka. Yeah. Anyway, but I use it. Use I use it in um, if I'm making up little dusts and stuff. Yes. In yeah. um, if I use um, put the word in on the board with those. I forgot what they're called. You know Tap those it. the other ones, the the fancy oh, ones that you. You punch out the words. Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I use it when I make up the okay. little liquid to pour into the holes of the wording. Okay. <laughs> Basically, you use it for anything, stick anything to anything, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, used yeah to use, I used to use it a lot for... Um... Oh, I on. thought of something else. Um, <laughs> um, you spray, you know when you use rice paper... You, yes. can, you spray it on the rice paper as opposed to water because it affects it differently. If you put water okay. on it, it goes really soggy. Yeah, if and you it's spray, isn't it? Yeah, if you just with a little bit of vodka, it's much better. It, it Is makes that it... from that creative cake design that sponsored us? Is, was it her? Yeah. That was yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, she made up a special glue. Oh, did she? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, she yeah. did make a glue. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, oh, just vodka is everything. I've got a little dropper bottle. So yeah. it's a little bottle with a drop, bottle with a dropper. And I use it for a, a lot of painting. So I would put it in like gel colour just yeah. to, to um, thin it down, really, to thin stuff yeah. down, a bit, little bit of vodka. Yeah. And it, yeah. and it's it's nicer. It gives a nicer finish. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, if you've got a dirty mark on your cake. Yes. Um, it's easier to get off with vodka because if you use water, it leaves a little yeah. little mark. Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but there is loads you can anything use vodka. Anything you think you can use water for, use vodka instead. Yeah, vodka and it's sterile. Is... Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, actually, I used to – can you remember we used to keep all our boards um, and boxes on a lower shelf? Yeah. Um. And I used to always wipe them with, with vodka because you do get the odd weirdo that likes to pick the fondant off the board and eat it. Yes. So I used to always wipe the board with vodka to clean it. Yeah, and, then and it to would make moisten it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it would make it slightly damp, then the, your fondant would stick to it if you were covering a board. Um, yeah. yeah, just so it's, it is sterile. It can clean, you can clean things with it. When we worked in the shop, Melissa and I would... Um, quite often go oh should we have a shot and we'd get a soup spoon <laughs> and put a little bit of vodka that was on a bad friday was it <laughs> or was an early or monday or a cherry brandy just in a soup spoon oh yeah we had cherry brandy there that was for the um the fruit cakes as well yeah yeah. yeah yeah us cake makers a lot of alcohol yeah good pro- a good product i'm impressed with that product thank you nice thank product. you yeah <laughs> I might go and have a vodka and coke in a minute. Good That's idea. It's because I've got it now and I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing you can do with vodka is make vanilla extract from it. Oh my god, yes, yeah. So if you get a cheap bottle of vodka and a handful, probably five vanilla pods, yeah. put your vanilla pods in your vodka and then keep it for six months keep it yeah. in a dark cupboard sort of like shake it every week yeah. or so yeah um and then you can reuse those vanilla pods and add another couple more to them yeah so take the vanilla pods out and you've got a really really nice vanilla extract and so like a liter bottle of vodka five vanilla pods lovely are you ready we could say goodbye then yeah i'm <laughs> off to the pub now don't know about you <laughs> oh no I, i'm i'm running behind yeah you've got cakes to make yeah I'm going to go biscuits. to the Biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah, I'm never, ever, ever doing them again. Are you doing royalised biscuits or are you doing no, fondant? I'm just oh. doing fondant. <laughs> just, no. Oh, How I do was... people do royalised biscuits and keep sane? I know because I am. I have been organised this week because I've had Sam. 
yeah. working with me. But we had a lot of problems with Jack's motorbike and we had to go and collect it and come back. <laughs> so I lost a lot of time. Right. So, yeah. So you are off to decorate teddy bear cookies. Yeah. No, I've made the teddy bear cookies as a, as a separate, as a present for my friend's daughter. Which is too nice. <laughs> Oh, too yeah. nice. You'll have Sam asking you how much you charge next. Um, no, she was like, oh, you didn't charge enough for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, she's, good. she's good for you. Yeah, but we're not. I've, I said to Mark, please, no more biscuits or cookies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do them. Mickey Mouse cookies are the worst uh, cookies. In yeah. Life. Because the ears just snap off. Uh, and especially the, if they're black royal iced. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. But we, we should, I, I can't discuss it. PTSD on that. Maybe we should talk about that another time. I think we have previously talked about. Have it we talked the, about them? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you if you want to hear about it, just message us and we'll send you the pictures um, of our <laughs> Royal Ice Mickey Mouse cookies. But I nearly did have a breakdown. You should put them on the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did nearly have a breakdown. So just the ears just kept coming yeah. off, and Sammy disappeared on holiday if i remember halfway it, through i was them. always going on holiday wasn't i, I you, at I the crucial moment off to a festival somewhere probably and you'd only, yeah you'd iced half of them and left yeah. the rest yeah and I, I i i didn't cry but i was close to it yeah <laughs> m-i-c-k-e-y-m-o-u-s-c mickey mouse mickey mouse <laughs> Yeah, you got like called lots of rude words that weekend. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Right, I will bye, leave bye, you to bye, that bye, then. Bye. Off you go. I will leave you with Mickey Mouse. All right. I'll be Have singing that all night now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Have a lovely bye. weekend. Bye. bye. bye.